Welcome into another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and in this episode, that's right, we got Packers Bears, the long historic rivalry between two NFC North teams as they go at it once again tomorrow, Sunday, October 17th from Soldier Field in Chicago. Illinois, and the Packers will travel there to play the Bears, and the Packers are coming off yet another win as they took care of the Cincinnati Bengals in overtime, a thriller, as towards the end of the game, as all of you listeners know and everybody knows, it was a missing fuel goal fest and then Mason Crosby finally in overtime uh, got the job done and won it for the Packers as they walked off the field in Cincinnati victorious while on the flip side the Bears took care of the Las Vegas Raiders last week they come into this matchup with the Packers at 3-2, and while the Green Bay Packers come into the matchup 4-1. and So a little bit of early uh, standings-wise implications, but it's too early to to look at anything that wide as far as that goes because it's a long season and there's an added game to make a long season in the NFL. Even longer, although time flies, um, and as in any season, you know, with the with sports or the NFL, uh, at the blink of an eye, of an eye so to speak, uh, several weeks come off, and I mean, it seems like the NFL season just started, at least to me, and it's now we're we're, we're already uh, some some weeks into it, so. That those Bears that are uh, playing the Packers, they like I said, they beat the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, they did a nice job winning by 11 points in that one. So they are the team that has Justin Fields, and he's a rookie quarterback. And they had Andy Dalton start the year at quarterback, but now they got Justin Fields, and in my opinion. They should have started Justin Fields to start the year because he's a rookie quarterback. Let him take his lumps. Let him show us his, his flashes of brilliance and uh, just go from there because Andy Dalton, a, a veteran quarterback who's who's had a successful career, um, but right now at the stage of his career, uh, he's, he's solid, but I, I would just say maybe, maybe just start Fields out, but it, uh, Matt Nagy was was very adamant about making sure that that Fields starts the year behind Dalton, and then unfortunately, due to inju- injury reasons for Dalton, Fields has been elevated to the number one quarterback. So, Mark, the guest again on another edition of Big A Sports Show for another preview for the Packers. What what are your kind of thoughts early on uh, as we look into this matchup with the Bears? 
Yeah, so thanks for having me on, Adam. Uh, just a few things on the Packers and Bears injury report, and then we can talk a little bit more about um, the offensive and defense and special teams. So for the Bears, they have a couple people that are on the injury reports. Um, some receivers, Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney. So most people would know Allen Robinson, their number one receiver. It seems like he's probably going to play, but if he doesn't play, that's a big loss. Uh, Darnell Mooney was limited in practice this week with a groin injury. He's more of their second or third guy, a quick, a fast receiver. So it'd be interesting to see if he plays. And then on defense for the Bears, Khalil Mack and Khalil Mack is their um, Pro Bowl outside linebacker, and Akeem Hicks is their Pro Bowl defensive tackle. They're both listed as questionable, so they might be game time decisions. And if one of those two can't go, that's a big loss for the Bears, and it will help the Packers. And uh, for the Packers, Elton Jenkins, it sounds like he's going to be a game time decision. The uh, probably one, probably one of the best linemen in NFL, Elton Jenkins, and uh, they're going to get their center back, Josh Myers. So that'll be good to get them back. It seems like they haven't had a consistent offensive line combination all year. People have been in and out with injuries all the time. So give credit to Matt Lafleur and Adam Senovich for piecing it together. Uh, Senovich is their uh, offensive line coach, and then. On defense, Kevin King is not going to play, so they're going to be very shorthanded on defensive back. And we'll have to see what um, what Joe Barry does as far as that goes. But just to give our listeners a, um, a summary on the injuries and a few quick interesting things. Of course, uh, last, the last time they played here, we're going to try to do this in each preview, but... Last time, we're going to talk about the last time the Packers played this opponent at this location, and then an interesting fact about the opponent. Last time they played, Packers won last week. The Packers beat the Bears the last week of the season in 2020 to clinch home field advantage. Adrian Amos had a, um interception, like he usually does against the Bears, and Aaron Rodgers had a great game as always, and it was a, a good victory for the Packers. And then something interesting for the Bears, and this, I found this hard to believe. So if you look on NFLreference.com, very interesting if you're in, into stats and you know history of sports and whatever. But the Bears, over the last 50 years, they've been in the top 10 in points scored about four times. And that just seems crazy to me. I, I looked at the Packers. The Packers were in the top 10 about 30 times. So it just goes to show we've been very spoiled as far as watching good offenses for the Packers and obviously not the Bears. But anyways, Adam, we'll toss over to you to set up the rest of the show. Yeah, so before we get into the kind of the meat and potatoes, so to speak, uh, the the offense, defense, special teams, the looking far into the matchup uh, specifically, I do want to talk more, kind of setting things up for this game Uh like I mentioned before, it'll be Sunday, the 17th of October, 12 o'clock p.m. Central Time on Fox. And Packers 4-1, and one, Bears 3-2. and two. Looking at some early season, keep in mind, this is early season rankings. And all these come from the score. Uh, well-known uh, sports app out there uh, brings uh, great stats out there. And 
the total yards to the Bears, they're 32nd. Packers, 20th. Passing yards, Bears, 32nd. Rushing yards, 9th for the Bears. Points, 30th. Third down percentage, 28th. Packers, passing yards, tied for 15th. Rushing yards, 21st. Tied for 13th points-wise. And third down percentage offensively, they're 11th. And then defensively, Packers, total yards, 6th. Passing yards, 10th. Rushing yards, 11th. Points, 20th. Third down percentage, 27th. On the flip side for the Bears, defensively, 11th. Total yards, passing yards, 12th. Rushing yards, 12th. Points tied for 7th. And third down percentage, 24th. So the Bears always have a historically good defense. It always seems like when when you look at matchups with the Bears, they're going to bring a good defense. Uh, I believe they play a 3-4 style defense, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's kind of their tradition to uh, have a good defense. And Mark, you mentioned with the injury report, uh, Akeem Hicks, one of those many good defenders for them, uh, questionable. So I would think that he would go. Um, but we'll have to see as we get closer to game time and, and the injury report coming out on game day. But uh, keep in mind, those are very early stats. So kind of uh, just want to give you listeners a, a look at, at those. And then... The Packers are opening a four and a half point favorite, currently six point favorite. So, not a surprise as far as that goes. I mean, they have Rodgers. They have a really good offense. Although the Bears have a good defense, Rodgers has been able to do well more times than not against the Bears' defenses. And uh, although they've made it tough against him, he's always found a way more times than not to to come out on the winning side. And it'll be interesting to see. Kind of, Mark, you mentioned about Joe Barry, what he's going to do defensively with a shortage of corners. I mean, they do have some corners. They signed uh, Quinn Dunbar and Rasul Douglas uh, within the last few weeks, uh, per all the national media, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, uh, out there in the media. So credit to them on those reports and everybody else reporting it. Um, so they'll have some depth there. It'll be interesting to see how much those guys play. I mean, with it, with any in-season signing, there's going to be some level of adjustment to a new defense, a new system, and with, within that comes a little bit of you know you play play a little bit here, play a little bit there, and then your role expands depending on how you do. So they're going to need those guys, but they also do have Shamar Jean Charles. They have Eric Stokes. They have. So some other uh, cornerbacks, they have Chana Sullivan, other guys like that who can step in, and then they have those guys that I mentioned, as well as Jalen Smith, who they signed uh, within the last few weeks, uh, former Cowboys we mentioned in the last episode of the Big A Sports Show. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets a lot of playing time or not. Uh, I know that last week he, I'm not sure if he was, I think he was inactive um, on game day, and it was the week that he signed, so... Not too much of a surprise there, given how new it new the signing was, and you have to get acclimated to a new system and things like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, Mark, your thoughts, kind of looking at uh, the offenses in this game, and then we'll go to the defenses. Um, yeah. So first, I guess we'll talk about the Packers on offense, and then Bears on offense. Uh, for the Packers, one of the things that they need to work on. And it's the reason why they're not putting up as many points is the red zone. 
Uh, we saw the second half of the game last week very sloppy. They did not take advantage of the opportunities they had when once they got in the red zone, kicking a lot of field goals, unfortunately missing some field goals uh, last week. So they're going to try to get back to, um, you know, making it work. I don't know if maybe plays aren't being as extended as much in the red zone. You see Rodgers, you know, last year he ran around a lot and then they ended up finding open people. It seems like that's not happening as much this year. So maybe the defenses are changing things up, you know, or they, it sounds like sometimes they kind of waste running plays when they're down in the red zone and they don't really gain any yards and that can be frustrating, but I understand you got to throw it. So that'll be big for them to capitalize and score touchdowns and, on uh, yeah, on offense, we'll see what happens with the offensive line. Who's who'll be in there? Who's not? The Bears do have a good front seven. I believe they are like right up there as far as amount of sacks that they've had so far in the NFL. So they have a good front seven. Robert Quinn is really good. Khalil Mack is good, of course, and then they have a couple of good interior linemen. So it'll be important to give Rogers time. And I really want to see them keep involving Randall Cobb in the offense because it sounds like, or it seems like whenever you need to make a play, if it's a third down or, you know, a, a big play late in the game, he'll get it done for you. And obviously, Devontae Adams is ridiculous. He's the best receiver in the league. And I don't think you'd have much argument out of people outside of Green Bay. He's just good at everything. Short routes, long routes, medium routes, whatever. He catches everything. Um, it was nice to see AJ Dillon get some more opportunities in the passing game last week. And I think that'll give another threat to the offense for the Packers. It'd be nice to see uh, Robert Tunyon get involved more. He's kind of been quiet this year. So hopefully Rodgers can find him tomorrow, but yeah, the offense is doing fine. And, uh, I, I look for them to put up a decent amount of points. I don't think they're going to put up like 40 or something like that, but I would, I would guess in the high 20s, I think would be possible if they're get in the red zone and hopefully they can avoid any turnovers. But yeah, one one thing to look out oh, with the Packers offense, uh, and sorry for interjecting, but one thing uh, to look out with the Packers offense is, in my opinion, a player to watch coming into this one is Robert Tunyon. Um, he hasn't been too much of a factor so far. Um, he had the an all right game against Detroit on Monday night, uh, week, second week, week of the season. But other than that, receiving wise, he hasn't done a whole lot. Now that's not like his fault because they haven't been throwing it to him. That's not, not necessarily Rogers fault either, or LaFleur or anybody's fault. It's just kind of how the game's been scripted and they have other guys who can, who can receive and all that. And they've been using Tunyon, I believe in the run game and also in the past game to, to help out with blocking too. So, He's a good blocker in addition to receiving, but we'll see if this this can be a game for for him to get get going a little bit more uh, receiving wise. I know last year, and I know that it's this year is different than last year, but going back to last year and their their last week is regular season game against the Bears that you mentioned earlier in this episode of my podcast, Mark um, Tunyon had a nice uh, catch uh, for a touchdown and a few other catches in that game. A very good catch uh, for a touchdown. So we'll see. Uh, kind of knowing knowing the the weak spots and the and the very good Bears defense, but in any defense, there's a, a few holes that you can maybe expose. Uh, so we'll have to see uh, what happens there. And then Mark, as I as you mentioned with the Packers offensive line, we'll have to see who's there starting. Um, they have a lot of rotational guys. 
um, as far as not necessarily at, at some some spots that are already locked down, like Elton Jenkins' spot, Billy Turner, but there's a few, Josh Myers even, but maybe one spot or, or another spot too uh, that are kind of rotational, uh, keeping in mind the injuries that unfortunately happen and things like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, they definitely have a lot. They, they definitely. I was going to say, and you probably and you probably know this too, Adam. With uh, the Packers' passing game, the weak the weakness of the Bears' defense is their cornerbacks. Um, on lineups.com, which I, I talked about briefly last week, it gives a rating for all the players on each team for the depth chart. And the Bears, Akeem Hicks, to give you an idea, he's their defensive tackle, rated 90 overall. Cole Mack, 94. Rokon Smith, 91. Um, Eddie Jackson, their safety, 87. Their cornerbacks are all rated 76 or lower, and they don't really have uh, Kyle Fuller anymore, you know, who was really good for several years. So hopefully the Packers can attack the cornerbacks. But, yeah, anyways. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, definitely with the cornerbacks, and, and maybe that's a, a spot that they can uh, kind of, I guess, take advantage of potentially in this matchup. But going back to the linemen for the Packers, I I know it's the linemen and not like they don't get all the like to get, get all that much talked about because if they're doing good, then you don't talk about them. But if they're doing bad, then you talk about them. And this is a line for the Packers that has been doing really good. So you haven't heard a lot about them specifically because all the credit goes to Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and rightly so. But it's definitely a position that doesn't get a whole a lot of recognition and, and certainly for the Packers, as we mentioned with Adam Stenovich doing a great job, they have so, just some really good draft picks. And just that's one of the many things for the Packers that they do well is pick offensive linemen, no matter where it be in the draft, they've done a nice job there. So uh, really you, even when, even when they go to somebody like a, a guy who's, who's coming off, off the bench, I mean, even, even that bench offensive lineman for the Packers probably could be a starter on another NFL team, like quite honestly, um, so we'll have to see that's just how s- strong their offensive line is and they'll need to bring it against Akeem Hicks and company. Uh, as you mentioned, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, um, all, all those pass rushers that, that are going to, that are going to you know under just definitely bring it against Aaron Rodgers and try to put as much pressure on him as they can, but flipping over to the bears, uh, offense, uh, I'll kind of leave things here. I would think that the game plan would be to kind of run the ball. I believe Khalil Herbert's going to be their starting running back in this game, or he's supposed to be. We'll have to see. And again, with starters in the NFL, unless you're like a lockdown starter, if you're kind of a fringe starter, you kind of can get be in a rotation. So it'll probably be some different running backs getting some looks for the Bears offense. But uh, Khalil Herbert is a rookie, I believe. Uh, so he's going to start for them because Dave Montgomery is on an IR for only three weeks, though. So we'll see if he comes back a few weeks uh, ahead of the season. And then they have um, Damian Williams, too, who's unfortunately on the COVID list. So he, I don't think, will be able to suit up in this game because he has to test, do all the testing and all that to, to hopefully get better and, and be able to suit up um, future matchups for the Bears. So... That'll be an area of kind of strength potentially for the Bears um, if they do it well, run the ball. 
Um, Packers defense um, has been okay against the run, but there's definitely some some spots that the Bears could attack, especially with not only their running backs, but their quarterback, Justin Fields. Uh, he's a running quarterback who can throw it too. Um, and, and he's definitely shown the ability to, whenever a defense plays man coverage, he'll run it because all the defensive backs, backs are turned to him and there's all this room in front of him. So hopefully that's something that the Packers can avoid, but also Joe Barry might have a player more times than not be a quarterback spy and you spy the quarterback and then you, you kind of negate that, that running ability. Um, so Mark, kind of your thoughts on the Bears being able to attack with the run. Uh, I know that they have some receivers banged up, so that might be their first route uh, going into this one against Green Bay offensively. But who knows? They could they could just pass it, and we could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, maybe Matt, Matt Nagy will let him – will kind of let him loose a little bit tom- tomorrow – against the Packers secondary being a little bit weaker. But, I mean, there's nobody that really scares you as the Packers. I think Joe Barry's going to try to probably plan his game plan around Allen Robinson because he's the guy who can, um, you know, beat you the most. And and uh, one of the one of the Packer writers was saying this earlier this week, you know, if you're the Packers, you don't want any, you know, cheap, deep shots – you want to make the Bears have to drive, have you know long drives where they have to go ten or twelve plays because chances are things are gonna um, maybe go wrong for them. And if you look at their their line, their offensive line, I think is really where the Packers can make some hay with Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith. You saw it last week; they did pretty well getting into Joe Burrow and. This Bears offensive line, if you look on uh, lineups.com, no one is rated higher than uh, 77. Most of them are below 70. So, you know, it's going to be important to get pressure on Justin Fields. And, yeah, like you said, Adam, it would be interesting to see what they do with Devondre Campbell because he's fast. He's a middle linebacker. You would think they might have a spy for Justin Fields because the last thing you want is – to play great coverage and then, you know, Justin Fields runs around for first downs all game. And then, you know, that's just, that's just backbreaking for a defense. But yeah, it's unfortunate for the Bears that they had the Montgomery injury. He's, you know, pretty decent running back and can run the ball and catch the ball. So, I mean, you would think that (laughs) you never know what the Packer defense, you can, there could be games where you expect them to shut people down and they give up a bunch of points. And there's other games where over the years you think they're going to, you know, um, you know, the opposite happens pretty much. So you never know. Hopefully the Kevin King injury doesn't hurt them too much. But, yeah, I think uh, they should be able to handle them. And and just like every game, you know, the red zone will be important, keeping them out of the, out of the touchdowns because I don't think the Sparrows offense can keep up with the Packers. The Packers are scoring touchdowns and then, Try to get, uh, try to get them in long situations where they can't use Fields running as a, a second threat. You know, if it's third and ten or more, that's definitely advantageous for the Packers versus you know third and short where you might see Fields run the ball a lot tomorrow. You mean you never know what Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor, the play callers, have drawn up, but should be interesting to say the least. 
and I can't wait to can't wait to see it. Yeah, definitely. And we've talked a little bit about offense. We've talked some. We've noted some of the d- defense for both teams and, and kind of what 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 they want to do going in. So I think the only thing left to do is pick the game. Mark, what's your prediction? So I'll say the Packers will win tomorrow. Oh, and don't forget about good old special teams, Big A. Oh, yeah, special teams. Uh, well, we don't have to talk much about it, but hopefully Crosby got his field goal kicking problems out of the way last week in Cincinnati, and hopefully they don't allow any big returns. I've had some problems with that this year. And really, the field goal blocking unit, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like almost every time that they kick, that Crosby goes to kick, it's almost blocked or people are running free. So hopefully they fix that. But anyways, as far as prediction, I'll say Packers 28, Bears 20. I think the Packers will still be able to move the ball, and I don't think the Bears are ready offensively to keep up with them. Rodgers gets it done again, and hopefully – Packers can avoid some injuries in this game and stay healthy because they're, they're really getting down to players. But I think, yeah, Rodgers and Devontae Adams should have big games. Look for Aaron Jones to do well. Hopefully they get some turnovers from Justin Fields and uh, capitalize on it. But, yeah, I say Packers by eight. I think that this will be a close game. My score is going to make it seem like to all your listeners and everybody else maybe not as close as, as I'm, I'm leading on. I'm going to say 31-17 Packers, but it's going to be where the where it's 24-17 to 17 or around that score most of the fourth quarter, and then the Packers score a touchdown in the fourth quarter to extend it to two scores. And the score will will look like it's it's a two-possession game. Oh, the Packers, it did. They, but I think it's going to be, closer than you think as far as when you watch it bears defense always brings it they're gonna bring it rogers will will have another good game i don't think it'll be a fantastic out of this world 400 yards type game because i don't think that the bears defense is that bad i think it's good but rogers also is a gonna be a hall of famer when he's done playing so he he will is smart enough to know what the Bears do. He probably knows their defensive calls and their their usual calls inside and out, and, and knows audibles and how to how to attack it when when he looks at it. Or what what's the best way to go? So that won't be a problem for the Packers. It's more about Bears. How does their defense just execute? And I think that they'll be able to do a nice job, but I don't think it'll be where it's going to be enough to have them and their offense carry them to a win, although they're at home and it is at Soldier Field. So you have to note that the Bears will be have probably a big crowd there and, and everything like that. So that, that will be kind of an added factor to the game too. I think that if the Bears, obviously like any home crowd, if, you have, if your home team has a big play, then the crowd gets into it. But I just think Rodgers has been playing in Soldier Field his whole career for the Packers, and he's he knows kind of what to expect, and he'll be able to have a good game. I think maybe around 240, 260 yards, he'll have a solid game passing-wise, and then throwing the, throwing the football, he'll maybe 
two to three touchdowns uh, and may or maybe one to two touchdowns, depending on how the running backs get into it. As far as AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, uh, he, he might have one touchdown and the running backs have two, any combination of that. So I think the Packers will be able to do good uh, and get, get the job done. I think that their defense will have a few struggles against Justin Fields. I think that there will be a few plays that Justin Fields has where he's really good and watch out for the read option. I think the bears might mix that into as a way to uh, kind of catch the Packers off balance. Uh, although I think that they already see it coming in some ways because they know what type of quarterback Justin Fields is with the being mo- mobile and things like that. But we'll see what happens. I just think that the bears defense is good, but it won't be able to carry them. And in, in, in I think it their offense is, not not great and they're having some troubles with some receiver injuries and even if those receivers might go might go in the game unfortunately they'll be hampered with that and we'll see although the packers in their own way have defensive secondary problems but i think that as far as injuries go but i just think that the packers will win they've had a high success rate in rogers career at soldier field i just think that it comes through and matt lafleur with all due respect to Matt Nagy, I just give Matt LaFleur the upper hand coaching-wise, and I think that the Packers will get it done. So, Mark, any last thoughts as we wrap up? No, sir. Go Packers. Go Pack Go, as all the Packers fans say. And obviously those predictions are, we're Packers fans, but they are unbiased. We look at both teams equally, and we give our predictions. So that's what we think. And thank you, Mark, for joining me. And another edition of Big A Sports Show. Be looking out for future episodes for all sports content. Uh, Whenever I can record and have some things I want to say about it, about some sports, I will be there for all you listeners. So until we talk next, thank you all for listening to another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel.